September 15, 2015, New York City. 18-year-old Kylie Jenner is lying on her plush hotel bed. It's fashion week, and the youngest Kardashian Jenner sister is exhausted after a day of watching from the front row as fashion models strut the runway. Thanks to her family's reality show, she's famous for being famous. She has a keen fashion sense that teens want to mimic. With manicured brown nails, she opens up Snapchat and sees it has a new feature called lenses. In selfie mode, she presses her thumb on her face to activate the lenses effect. She opens her mouth and suddenly a rainbow shoots out of her mouth on screen. Oh my God. She records a video and quickly types a caption. What the f*** just happened? She clicks the blue arrow to add to my story. Then she opens up Snapchat for another selfie and taps on her face. This time, a filter morphs her face into a horror movie demon. Jenner is hooked on Snapchat's latest rollout, a feature called Lenses. She plays around with a few more of its features. Heart eyes, huge bulging eyes, lava flowing from her mouth. Then she gets ready to hit the town with her boyfriend, 25-year-old rapper Tyga. They hop into his chauffeur-driven Escalade and she sits on his lap, cheerfully teaching him how to use lenses. Open your mouth. Tyga likes the monster face. Open your mouth. I don't like that one. Come on, watch out. Watch out. Nah, man. Come on, man. He's not a fan of the rainbow pouring out of his mouth. Then Kylie tries out one that distorts his face and shrinks his chin. (laughs) With Jenner's endorsement and her big fan base, Snapchat taps a gold mine. She's the most followed celebrity on Snapchat with millions of teen followers. And all of them help launch the app into hyperspace. Across the country, a teen girl on Snapchat watches transfixed as Jenner goes through the filters. Then she mimics Jenner, opening her mouth, clicks and sends a video of color streaming out of her mouth to her friends. This scene will quickly be repeated millions of times over. Snapchat founders are delighted with such success, and success breeds, well, competitors. And it's not just Facebook looking hungrily at Snapchat. If you look more closely at this picture, another tech company with a very large shadow looms large in the background. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies' Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business. And be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak with a Dell Technologies advisor today. Louisiana has unmistakably unique culture, world-class cuisine, and the nation's top-ranked workforce development program. This incredible state's business environment is powerful, rich, and diverse. It's the gateway to 38 states and the world with a port system delivering the most domestic cargo in the U.S. It's also where NASA and higher ed partners build rockets that will transport the first women to the moon. Discover Louisiana's investment resources at OpportunityLouisiana.com to learn how your company can gain a competitive advantage 
in Louisiana. From Wondery, I'm David Brown, and this is Business Wars. In our last episode, Snapchat ballooned to 400 million daily video views. With the wind in its sails, the company turned down a $3 billion offer from Facebook. Meanwhile, Facebook's failed again to directly compete with Snapchat. Its version of disappearing messages, an app called Poke, never took off. Now Mark Zuckerberg watches Snapchat's lenses feature with interest, and he knows just what he's going to do next. This is Episode 4, Facebook Fights Back. March 9th, 2016, Zuckerberg sips his coffee quietly, leaning over his laptop at his dining room table at home in Palo Alto. It's a Wednesday morning, and just before heading to the office, he wants to share a little message with the rest of the world. He puts his iPhone into a mini tripod in front of him, and hits record. On screen, there's an Iron Man-style red and gold helmet motif. The eyes glow, and then the helmet opens to reveal Zuckerberg's freckled face. Hey there. I'm just sitting here coding my little AI project, kind of like my own version of Jarvis. And no, I haven't also built an Iron Man suit. Um, I'm using this app Masquerade that lets you put real-time filters on your videos. And today I'm excited to share that the team behind Masquerade is joining Facebook. So I want to offer a big welcome, guys. All right, now back to coding my AI. Zuckerberg stops recording and promptly uploads the video to Facebook. The likes, reactions, and comments roll in. Two people who don't like the post? Snapchat's Evan Spiegel and Bobby Murphy. Spiegel calls out to Murphy, who's sitting across from him at their Venice Beach office. Dude, have you seen this app Facebook just bought? Yep, I I just read about it on TechCrunch. Here's the headline, Facebook acquires video filter app Masquerade to square up with Snapchat. It looks exactly like our lenses. This is That's what this is. The third time they blatantly copied us. We got to keep track of all the ways they're copying us. Yeah, let's start a file. Damn straight. What do you want to call it? Hmm. I've got it. Project Voldemort. The name's a play on the famous Harry Potter villain, but there's nothing juvenile about their plan for what makes it into the file. It would seem Facebook would be content with Instagram, which has over 500 million monthly active users and more than 300 million daily active users, far bigger than Snapchat's 150 million daily users. But what worries Zuckerberg is how fast the hipper, more nimble app is gaining on Instagram. Zuckerberg needs to stop it once and for all. He needs to get the Kylie Jenners of the world not only to rave about Instagram and Facebook, but to stop touting Snapchat on his social media platforms. So Zuckerberg hatches a plan. He gathers his developers to spell it out. We need influencers and celebrities to take their Snapchat profile links out of their Instagram bios. Okay, we can ask them. No, we don't just ask them. We have to incentivize them. 
How? Tell them that if they don't remove the links, they could lose their blue check mark. Ah, the blue check mark. The elite status symbol that is vital to an Instagram influencer's success in getting six and seven figure endorsement deals from brands to promote their products. But influencers ignore the threat and keep their Snapchat links in their profiles. So Facebook plays hardball with the influencers. It rewrites its code to prevent users from linking their Snapchat profile to Instagram accounts. Then, a month later, Facebook updates its Messenger app with a new feature called Messenger Codes, a scannable pattern of dots and dashes around a person's profile picture that lets you add them as a contact. Spiegel and Murphy can't believe Zuckerberg's chutzpah. Snapchat launched this exact same thing more than a year ago with Snapcodes. They spent $50 million buying up a company called Scan.me with the IP to make it possible. And now, Facebook is outright copying them. Spiegel sighs. Bobby, have legal add this to Project Voldemort. On it. Then in May, Spiegel gets a call from an old friend. It's Eric Schmidt, Google's chairman. Schmidt is an advisor to Snapchat, and Snapchat uses Google's cloud infrastructure to operate. Schmidt and Spiegel are buddy-buddy. Listen, Evan, I've been talking to Larry and Sergey. I know you guys are beginning to raise money again. Yeah, we're planning to close a funding round this month. Well, we have an idea. What if Google bought you? Spiegel pauses. He and Murphy are committed to staying independent, but, well, Google is Google. Not an offer to dismiss out of hand. You know, Bobby and I don't want to sell, but well, what were you thinking of offering? Oh, you know, we'd have to do all the due diligence and everything else, but somewhere around $30 billion? Huh, okay, let me call Bobby and we can go from there. He hangs up and immediately calls Murphy. Get this, Eric just asked if we would consider being bought by Google. Oh, wow. For $30 billion. That's a lot. But we know how Google is at social media. Yeah, remember Google Plus? Who doesn't remember Google Plus? That was the tech giant's lame attempt at a social media network. It was a colossal, expensive failure. They aren't going to know what to do with Snapchat. I agree. And we don't want to sell anyway. Luckily for Spiegel and Murphy, they've configured the voting right so even if their other shareholders want them to sell... Spiegel and Murphy get final say. If Google wants to invest, maybe we can have them put cash into this round. Great idea. Plus, Spiegel sees a bigger windfall on the horizon. Spiegel calls Schmidt back. I'm sorry, we're just still not ready to sell at this point. But if you want to invest in this round, we'd love to have you. I understand. We'll get the ball rolling. Google's parent company, Alphabet, invests in Snapchat's May 2016 funding round. The company raises $1.8 billion, valuing Snapchat at around $18 billion. That's six times more than Zuckerberg's initial offer. Spiegel and Murphy know he's taking note. And it feels so, so good. 
It's the summer of 2016 at Facebook HQ in Menlo Park. Hundreds of employees are waiting for Zuckerberg to speak. Cameras stream the event to workers in other offices. This is Facebook's quarterly all-hands meeting. Every single employee is tuned in. Zuckerberg steps up to the mic and clears his throat. He has an important message for Facebook staff, a message that is going to change the future of its battle with Snapchat. I'm sure you've noticed some of the updates and acquisitions we've been making. From masquerade to messenger codes, we're working to give our users what they want. He takes a breath. Today, I want to tell you all something. You should not let your pride get in the way of doing what is best for users. He pauses and looks from left to right. Even if that means copying other companies. A murmur goes through the crowd. Did he just say what they think he said? The employees are stunned. As they leave the meeting, they can't stop rehashing what they heard. Copying? Really? Managers begin to recite it. It becomes an unofficial slogan. Don't be too proud to copy. Facebook had been trying to build new standalone apps to compete with Snapchat. Now, Zuckerberg wants to straight up plagiarize it. And if that fails, he's going to use the sheer weight of Facebook's existing properties to crush Snapchat. Because he can't afford not to. Snapchat is serious competition. It has 10 billion video views every single day. And big things in American pop culture actually happen there. Kim Kardashian West even uses Snapchat to clear up a feud between her husband Kanye West and pop star Taylor Swift. Swift's upset by West's song, Famous. In the song, West raps, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that famous. Swift calls the song offensive and derogatory. West claims he called Swift to ask her permission before releasing it. Swift denies it. And then Kardashian West takes to Snapchat to prove it. What I give a about is just you as a person and as a friend. I want things that make you feel good. I don't want to do rap that makes people feel... Um, yeah, I mean, what, you don't want to have a line better. It's obviously very tongue-in-cheek either way. And I really appreciate you telling me that that's really nice. Oh, yeah. I thought I just had a responsibility to you as a friend, you know. And, uh, I mean, thanks for being, like, so cool about it. Zuckerberg knows Snapchat stories, like the series of posts Kardashian West posted, are hugely popular. The fact that they disappear means users know they better watch fast before they vanish. It gives the app a kind of urgency, heightening its appeal. Zuckerberg calls Kevin Systrom, Instagram's founder and CEO. Listen, Mark, according to the data I'm seeing... Stories are Snapchat's most popular feature. Nearly a quarter of all Snapchat users are using them. Yeah, I've been thinking the same thing. It's clear people want to bridge Instagram and Snapchat. Just look at all those Snapchat links we were seeing popping up in profiles. Exactly. We don't want people leaving Instagram to go watch stories on Snapchat. We need to help people share the little moments between the posts that go on their feed. Don't be too proud to copy. And with that, Zuckerberg... Hangs up. August 2nd, 2016. Zuckerberg sits at his desk in Menlo Park. Instagram is about to roll out Instagram stories to its users. 
It works exactly like Snapchat stories. Users can post photos or videos that disappear after 24 hours. It's a blatant ripoff of Snapchat and a clear ploy to lure users away from the competitor. He looks at his computer. It's Sheryl Sandberg. We're getting murdered in the press for this. She sends three links. The headlines are not flattering. Facebook goes after Snapchat with Instagram stories. Instagram is a copycat and the internet is not pleased. Instagram stories are a near-perfect copy of Snapchat stories. It doesn't matter what the press says as long as people use it. Back at Spiegel's office in Snapchat's Venice headquarters, Spiegel and Murphy are fuming as they call their attorney. What the hell? How can they do this? It's legal, Evan. It's completely legal. But how? First lenses, then snap codes, now stories? How come they can copy us so blatantly? Well, our copyright and trademarks do not protect the adoption of stories because the apps look different. But they're exactly the same. Not in the eyes of the law. Listen, we patented our ephemeral message galleries, but the idea of stories cannot be patented. To the law, stories is just a universal idea that Instagram is putting its own spin on. But it's not universal. We came up with it. Well, I'm sorry, but there's nothing we can do about it. Spiegel and Murphy add stories to their list of Facebook's infringements. Their Project Voldemort file is bulging. To their dismay, Instagram Stories becomes an instant success. Just two months after its launch, more than 100 million people are actively posting to Instagram Stories. Snapchat needs to buckle up to fight for survival. Where's my order? Where's my order? Where's my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom for Customer Support, the business messenger that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more about Intercom's business messenger for customer support. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Go to Investor.gov today to learn about these investment products and more. How much do you already know about investing? Find out by putting your financial knowledge to the test with their new investment quiz. Investor.gov is your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. September 2016, a young woman puts on a pair of blue sunglasses and hops on a skateboard. She's skating through Venice with friends. The shades have a button you can press to record. She taps once and begins filming 10-second snippets of video. The friends find an empty pool and glide up its curved sides, then ride along the boardwalk, hold hands and skate in a line. 
This is the advertisement announcing Spectacles, a new line of sunglasses by Snapchat. Costing $130, the sunglasses record video using a tiny camera built into a plastic sunglasses frame. They then send 10-second video clips to your phone via the Snapchat app. It's Snapchat's take on Google Glass's $1,500 wearable cameras, but much cheaper and cooler looking. This is their first foray into wearable tech, a hot trend. Spectacles symbolizes Spiegel and Murphy's desire to grow beyond Snapchat. They launch it in Venice Beach with a vending machine, which dispenses the designer-looking glasses. Trendy young Californians snap them up. Now, you don't have to open Snapchat to take Snapchat photos. Rather than taking a picture and deciding whether it goes to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or iCloud, Snapchat has decided to control the way people take pictures. As cameras become more ubiquitous, they want to be the default choice. With Spectacles launched behind them, Spiegel and Murphy have a late-night rap session over some burritos at their office. We need to change our name. You know, we're not just Snapchat. We're making more than that now. What are you thinking? We're not just a social media company. We're a camera company. Facebook isn't our competition. You know, we're more like a Google. Okay. How about Snap? Just Snap. Right now, Snapchat has a giant, avid user base. It's the perfect time to take it to the next step. March 2nd, 2017. The floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Spiegel and Murphy stand behind the podium. They look smart, grown up, and unlike Zuckerberg in his hoodie, they're not too cool to actually make the trip to New York to do their IPO. Both are dressed in black suits and ties. All around them, the giant screens of the stock exchange are covered in yellow in their honor. To their right is a huge American flag. Behind them, the words Snap Inc. are spelled out in black font. They are here to celebrate the IPO of their five-and-a-half-year-old company. The clock nears 9.30 a.m. Murphy looks tense. Spiegel is relaxed, looking around the room, smiling. He leans over and whispers in Murphy's ear, Dude, we're about to go public. The pair place their index fingers on the buzzer. Camera flashes explode. Snap starts trading at $17 a share, and by the end of the day, it hits $24. The company is now valued at an impressive $33 billion. But some analysts aren't wowed. Given the company's paltry revenues... They don't think the price is justified and are skeptical of its long-term prospects. Meanwhile, Instagram is gathering steam. By June, Instagram stories tops 250 million. Snapchat only has 166 million. But Facebook isn't giving any ground. It launches its own version of stories on Facebook. The ability to share stories with pictures, video captions, and text is now the gold standard, and Snapchat is on the leading edge. But as fast as Snapchat innovates, Facebook replicates with legal impunity. This battle 
is about to go nuclear. On the next episode, Spiegel will be forced to redesign the app in a drastic way, giving Zuckerberg a moment of zen. But Facebook is on the verge of its own public reckoning. It won't just have to fight Snapchat. It's about to get a gut punch from public opinion. From Wondery, this is Business Wars. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll find a link on the episode notes if you tap or swipe over the cover art. You'll also see some offers from our sponsors, and you can support our show by supporting them. We hope you will. If you like what you've heard, it would be awesome if you could give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. There's another way you can support us. Just answer a short survey at wondery.com survey. And as always, don't forget to tell us what business war stories you'd like to hear. A quick note about the conversations in this episode. We can't know exactly what was said, but this dialogue is based on our best research. I'm your host, David Brown. Natalie Robomad wrote this story. Karen Lowe is our senior producer and editor. Emily Frost edited this story. Our editor and producer is Jenny Lauer Beckman. Sound designed by Kyle Randall for Bay Area Sound. Our executive producer is Marshall Louie. Created by Hernan Lopez for Wondering. For over 100 years, General Motors was America's automaker. But after the 2008 financial crisis, the storied car company nearly died. Hi, I'm Lindsey Graham, host of Wondery Show, Business Movers. We tell the true stories of business leaders who risked it all, the critical moments that define their journey, and the ideas that transform the way we live our lives. In our latest series, an HR executive named Mary Barra rises to become General Motors' first female CEO just in time to save the company from ruin. But as Mary fights to lead General Motors into the future, tragedy strikes. Listen to General Motors Back from the Dead from Business Movers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or the Wondery app. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app to listen ad-free.